two deer hunters meet in the woods. The first one said to the other, Boy, I'm glad to see you. I've been lost for hours. The second deer hunter said, That's nothing. I've been lost for a week. Welcome to Backcountry PA Podcast. I, I don't get it. I, <laughs> I, I missed that one. What's the punchline? So, there's no punchline. There's literally no punchline in that joke at all. That's why I'm confused. <laughs> Did that go over your head, Mike? That might have went way. That went. That was about. That didn't go anywhere near. So, my head. so the first hunter was lost for only hours. Okay, you get it. He's lost for hours. Uh huh. Second hunter goes. Not that I've been lost for a week. Do, do you make? Do you get it? The ones been lost for a week. The ones been lost for a couple hours. Am I missing something over? Um, I'll be honest. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Guys, the weather this evening is uh, partly oh, yeah. cloudy. Um, as of right now, I don't foresee a chance of shower due to the lack of clouds in the sky. And, uh, yeah, you'll know tomorrow's weather when you wake up tomorrow morning. Right. That's that's brilliant, Mike, because, I mean, honestly, when you listen to this podcast, the weather's probably not going to be the same. <laughs> Mike, do you get that one? I don't. I think that one went over his oh head. My How much time at a time? What's the release? No, I'm just trying to. It's like three days. It's like three days. <laughs> three days away. Yeah. So what's the what's the weather in three days? Just take a guess. You have to look out your window. So when people wake up in the morning, just make sure you look out the window. And that's what the weather. And then that's the weather based, for the day. Based on this time of year, though, you could you'd be safe with saying like ninety degrees with yeah. a chance of thunderstorms. Right. Or like mid evening showers. Mid to high eighties, uh, like a fifty five percent chance of thunderstorms and rain. There you mm-hmm. go. Boom. I could be a weatherman. You're on ABC I could 21 be, I could be, right now. Yeah. That's boom. the only Pull, job. Sign me up. Like, I wish I could be as wrong at my job and not get fired. <laughs> now back to Ethan with sports. <laughs> Ethan, sports to you. <laughs> well, everything's been canceled. <laughs> well, and that's not true. And, and back to the weather. Back to the weather. <laughs> All right. Well, that was the weather and sports from Ethan and Mike. Now we're going to get to uh, politics. Just kidding. <laughs> so... Oh, I do have a question. I thought about this. I was reading a book, surprisingly. Um, it was from Meat Eater, Steve Rinella. And he talks about why he hunts. So, like, obviously there's... We all hunt because it was in our family, tradition. We like to put food on the table. Like, we like the like the sport of it. But he goes in depth. And I made me think, like, what stories do I have that made me keep hunting because there's times when I was like I don't want to keep hunting like there's there was plenty of times when I was younger I don't want to hunt anymore I thought I'm done uh, next year I'm not going out but then next year comes around and I'm I'm out there again <laughs> so I have the same thought I, I've gone through the same thoughts as well it's funny that is funny <laughs> <laughs> you know it's funny I, I feel like it's like every morning like when you're like it's Monday morning at like like 8 30 and you haven't seen shit yeah. And then you're just like, I'm not going out. <laughs> you're like, oh. I'm just going to fall asleep. So do you do you take a nap in the woods? I try not to. Right. Well, no one wants to take a nap in the but woods. But yes. It just happens sometimes. It does. Especially it's after you eat like the morning you, breakfast in the woods. Oh, yeah. You're like. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, it depends how full I get from breakfast. If I like, like, if there's like pancakes ready to go at 5 a.m. and I like stuff myself. And you're, you're waking up early to make pancakes. And I'd then say. you fall asleep. Yeah, I never made pancakes. Microwave before. pancakes? It doesn't take long. Mike, okay. Microwave pancakes. I. M- what? 
Who the hell microwaves what, you, pancakes? You never heard of microwave pancakes before? Like the, oh, the, the ones you buy, cups? like Lego My Ego. Yep. That oh, kind of like stuff. the little cup. Mm. Yeah. Or waffles or whatever. Oh. Man, you get those. You got a full tummy. You sit in your stand or wherever you're at, man. You're, <laughs> no. Yeah. Full tummies. Yeah. Full tummies. That's, that's what gets you. Full tummies. Full, full tummies. tummies. <laughs> yeah. So, I've Mike. never taken a nap yeah. in the woods. <clears throat> Never. See, I feel like you're lying. I feel I'm like not. there has to be one time you took nope. a nap. I s- you never fell asleep on Oh, well, nope. this year, let me tell you. That's not going to okay. happen, man. No, in your tree state, it's going to happen. Well, that's it's not. That's, I'm not trying to fall out of tree. I mean, I'll be strapped in, but I'm not trying to fall out of tree state. Well, do you have a, a bar on yours? No. Oh. Yeah. That might deter you <laughs> from falling asleep. I mean, I guess. I guess. <laughs> you just see him dangling from the tree. <laughs> I'm just hanging. <laughs> on, on the Potter newspaper. Man, dangles some tree. He says he was taking a nap. <laughs> How long have you been stuck in the woods? Oh, a week. About a week. <laughs> About a week. <laughs> from right here. That's nothing. I've been in for a month. Anyway. Mike. <laughs> that almost went right over. <laughs> Back to you, Joe. <laughs> Mike, um, so what are some stories that you, in your mind, that I told you about this question, you're like, wow, that, that did kind of keep me hunting. Yeah, so – Honestly, what, what's I think what's different and, and maybe not be so different is the people I hunt with. That's usually the only time of year I see them. So every year I want to go back and you know catch up from the year prior. So that's something, especially as a kid growing up, was exciting to like go back. It was just like that that getaway to see some extended family that you don't normally get to see. Mm-hmm. You know, so it almost wasn't even about hunting. It was more about just like catching up, mm-hmm. and then you know that Monday morning you go out. Yeah. Um, and I actually, I took a break for a few years and, uh, I remember I kept saying, even when I was like working my old job, it was just tough for me to get out, uh, to go hunting. It was just a busy time of year. And, but it was always in the back of my mind, like, you know, this is the year I'm finally going to go back out. And I think it's just like, I think it's just something a little bit deeper. Like, I feel like you just have like that passion to do it. Like, it's just something that you just love to do even if you like take a few years off it's like there's just something in you it's something like missing over exactly. those years you take off I guess. like even like now like i had no reason to go back up and hunt now but i just still wanted i still had that you know i was like and now obviously i think like you know then you shoot a buck and now you just want to go but that's not the only reason right because you know? that was the first thought i had. was like well i shot a buck so now i'm motivated again well no because this was the first year i went hunting in like two or three years mm-hmm so it was yeah. like, and yeah, honestly, like, honestly with you, you asked me to go out a few years ago too. So like, you know, that kind of got me back into it again as well. Right. So mm-hmm. like friends and family is really what keeps me. Yeah. Keeps you going. Yeah. Keeps going with it. Yeah. It's not like anything you've seen in the woods. It's all that mental stuff of like, you want to keep keeping up with your family and your friends. Exactly. That you don't feel if you didn't go out hunting, you might not see them or hear from them again right you know and, and I mean? which is cool because like obviously this is the first year i got something so it's like it's not even about like getting something or not getting something to me like me not getting something will never discourage me from not going out right so. i mean yeah it took You've me a while. since i was a, since you were 11 ethan yeah it took me 12 12 years to get my first deer in general so yeah i mean most people at least most people nowadays, you don't get anything for so many years in a row, at least for deer hunting. You know, they, they give up. They're like, you know what? There's no deer in Pennsylvania. I ain't doing <laughs> I'm done hunting. And they just, they quit. And me, it's, 
I mean, every year we would go, obviously we'd go to the cabin year round, you know, come in the spring, summer with family and everything. And you'd see, we'd see the deer and I'm like, man, this, this year's promising. This is, this year. is it. This is, this the, is year. the year. And f- failure after failure. Same thing with Eagles fans. Same. Say this is the year. Until that <laughs> one year. And guess what? We won one. So it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still working on that. Vikings. We don't have one yet. Yeah, no. Um, no, I think it was more just because the only pr- I would go with my dad. It was my dad and me go up to the cabin and hunt. Um, so I think it was just more like I, I would always remember like the year before, like just like the mem- more like the memories of like oh was, even though I didn't get anything, it was still fun. Like I liked going out because like oh we'll go out to the old tannery and get you know really good food and. We'll go out in the woods and relax, and it's a way I don't have to worry about school, work, nothing. So I think it was more of a if I get some, I get some. If I don't, you know, well, I just want to go up, right? You know, for the long time. So that kind of kept me going, and it's something that I really love doing with my dad, and still love doing with my dad. I think that's what kept me going. Like I didn't want to lose that. Mm-hmm. I think if you have that relationship with you and whether it's your, you know, your mom, your dad, your uncle, your grandparents, if you have that relationship, you know, you're going to want to keep it as long as you can. So that's why you keep doing it year after year, no matter if you get something or not. So that's why I kept, even for failing at getting a deer for so many years, I still, still wanted to keep going. Okay, well, I think you guys missed the point, but it's okay. I understand. I thought I hit it right um, on. Right? So, no, like, <laughs> what I'm right saying on. is, like, that's, that's like, tradition type stuff. Like, okay, like you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. family, that kind of thing. Like, what did you go out in the woods and you actually see ah, that kept you hunting? Ah, For me, it's, like, when I was out hunting the one time, I know the one guy I was hunting with, which I know this sounds like tradition here, but it's not. The first time I was out, I was sitting in the tree stand with my dad because, obviously, when you're a junior hunter, you have to sit with your – with an – an older hunter to actually hunt right so the guy that was down for me actually left a doe walk a bigger doe walk because he knew i was down there and he wanted me to shoot that doe so it came by and i shot and that was the first doe i shot now after that it was just there's multiple stories where there was this one time during muzzleloader season this buck came walking up to me i was my binoculars freaking sucked which that makes me kind of want to quit because my binoculars suck because <laughs> I couldn't see shit out of them because they fogged up. And then I tried shooting at it, but I missed because the muzzle didn't want to fire. So there's that story where like, okay, I want to go back and get that deer. Like I, it kind of like pushed me to go back out there and try and get that buck or try and get one that is close to that buck. Then there's, gotcha. I had a story um, up in Clinton County it was during bear season. I was walking up the side of the mountain. You know, it was it was daylight out. You know, for bear, I don't like to leave too early in the morning unless we go walk, walk way back in. Yeah. Yep. So I was walking up the side of the mountain, and I saw this, like, brown color, like, in the sun. I was like, what the heck is that? So I pulled my scope up, and as I was pulling my scope up, this elk stood up. And that's the first time I've seen an elk in the woods while hunting. And I was like, holy shit, like, this is freaking awesome. And I feel like that is one thing that keeps me going out hunting in Clinton County because 
I want to see another elk in the woods while I hunt. Like that just little things like that just drive me to keep hunting. Okay. Like it, it's not just like, like you had a question too about one of the listeners asked you yeah, about the types of animals, right? Yeah. What you, what we would and wouldn't shoot. Right. Right. Um, but to go back before I ask that question, to go back on your original question, I got what you're saying now. Get it? Yeah. When I when I first started out hunting, obviously was it under when you're under 16, I think it's 16 years old. You don't have any restrictions on 17. I think it was anyway. I think it's 17. Yeah, or maybe think, something like that. I yeah. think I think it's yeah. But when you're a certain age, you don't have a restriction on the size of a buck. You can you can shoot a spike, perfectly fine, right? Mm-hmm. So. Me and my dad, we never bought throw tags for the longest time. Just no real reason. Like, my dad was like, oh, they make the babies. We're not going to shoot them. But now we, we buy throw tags now. Um, so, the first one of the first years I was out, we actually saw some deer. It was all doe. And I don't, like, it was. it's one of those things, like, I don't even know how to describe the feeling. Like, my dad just got super serious, like, super stealth mode. He's like, all right, we're gonna crouch down, we're gonna walk up. When we, I mean, we like army crawled up to the side of the bank so we can look down. I remember like looking up in the scope, looking to see if there's any, and even the tiniest bump on a, you know, the top of a deer, and just seeing the deer standing there, seeing my dad doing everything in his power to get me my first, you know, my first deer, making sure it was a buck because we didn't obviously we didn't have doe tags, and. And it was more. I guess it was like an adrenaline rush. Um, I don't want to say fear. Buck fever. Buck fever, almost in a way. Yeah. It was one of those feelings that you, you can't really describe it to somebody. It's one of those things like you have to feel it. And I felt that for the first time when I was out hunting younger, and it was one of those things where like, I never not want to feel this. That's what gets me to go out every year. And I saw the doe when I saw my buck. My whole body. I was like shaking your your heart starts pounding extremely fast yeah you like i'm like that is one feeling i nothing has ever like there's never going to be anything that brings that kind of feeling mm-mm. to you like your heart pounding that fast like you get almost like nervous yeah it's almost like getting ready for a football game yeah you guys yeah. remember that feeling when like yeah that, in the that anxious room? feeling that, you're just yeah. like oh here we go. No matter how go, much you breathe, like, it does not calm well, you down. Foo- no. well, once, once football's over, it's like you don't get that every Friday anymore. Yeah. So it's like yeah, you always f- try to find that substitute for that. So yeah. hunting could be one of those. Yeah. You know, I feel like probably having a kid or getting married, that's like – One of those, uh, yeah. That's a really good point because I'll stand that too. Anytime you see a deer in the woods, it's just like when you're looking to see if it has a rack or not, it's just like, you're just like that, that feeling just comes to you. Well, I was thinking too about – what you guys both said about you know seeing certain people that you wouldn't see any other time or even like your first time out there like I can remember when I first went out with my dad hunting and like seeing my dad kind of in a different way right he was in a different element like when he was out hunting Mm. and how you kind of it's almost in a way like it's almost like a rite of passage moment there like when you're out there with your dad or maybe even another like male figure or somebody that that you value spending time with and they're saying okay i've done this for a really long time and now i'm passing this on to you yeah that's that i think that adds to that 
that feeling that you have that yeah. sort of adrenaline rush of this is my moment to prove that like hey i can i can carry this torch that like other people have carried and i think it's important i think it's an important feeling you know so that people continue to hunt oh, down yeah. the line because i think that's a driving force that gets people into hunting themselves yeah and i mean i i completely agree with that honestly like it's like the passing of a torch of being a man or a woman you know whatever you are but it, it is a rite of passage i think it really is so i mean yeah that's that's a really good point patrick Thanks. really good point but also on the point of keep hunting going i want to bring this up that originally it was a couple years ago it was like seven percent of america hunted it's down to five percent now I didn't even think we were actually talking about that earlier yeah. this week. That seems so low. It's so low. Even Compared to how many people are in the United States, it, yeah. it's very low. Wow. Like it's very low. We That's have crazy. we have more people who golf than hunt. Wow. People rather go to the grocery store and buy meat than go out and actually hunt for their food. That'd be what? Fifteen million people? Yeah. About? Yeah. Five percent. Yeah. That's low. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's not a lot of people. That's not a lot compared to everyone else. It's oh, not fair. a lot. That's that's very little. Wow. It's just like I didn't think it was that low. Yeah, Holy I, I don't really know what to say. I mean, it's just uh, it just baffles my mind that you people would rather go out to a grocery store buy meat that someone who slaughtered this animal, but yet there's people out there like, oh, why do we have to slaughter animals? Well, if you don't want them to slaughter animals, go out and hunt. Like yeah. that's the thing. Like. You're not guaranteed. Like the thing is, you're not guaranteed to get one every year. You're not. Right. Like it's, if you hunt public land, which a lot of people are going towards public land now instead of having private land, because private land is freaking expensive, and no one wants to wants to allow you to hunt on their land. Nope. Um, but is, it, it, is that declining as well? Private landowners. Yeah. Uh, well, it's I've, not. I've, I've, I've private landowners that. aren't declining. It's the access they're giving the to other to people them. is declining. I okay. Think. Yeah. Now, me and my dad might have found one that we can archery hunt on, which is nice. It's a farm, so we might be able to go on some private land, but mostly we hunt public land. Because yeah. public land is increasing because the Game Commission added so many thousand acres last mm -hmm. year of state game lands. Right. That's what blew my mind. The one day me, uh, Cody and I were out, I was looking for places just locally to set up my tree stand. Mm -hmm. So, like... I did not realize how much state game lands is around. Yeah, there's there's a lot more than I think a lot of people realize. Re yeah, realize that there are, but there's not being utilized properly. Like we went to Dinosaur Rock. Yeah, exactly. And that place, people are spray painting everything. Like, I understand you want to go out, and you want to have a good time with your friends, like be young and dumb, pretty much. Mm -hmm. But don't then turn around and say, "Oh, we have to protect this earth." Like. You're just going back and doing the complete opposite of what exactly. you just did. Like, <laughs> it's it's just not right. Like hunters, I feel, are very protective of the earth. Absolutely, I mm -hmm. yeah, that's the thing. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Like, we take care of our land. Oh yeah, like we want, we want it to keep growing. You know. Oh yeah. Always take care. Anyway, enough of the, you know, little drama. Ethan, save the drama for your mama. 
Ain't no llama drama. Mm-hmm. So, question from a listener. If you saw an albino or a piebald deer, on those who don't know what a piebald deer is, it's basically a white, half white, half brown deer. It's like spotted. Um, or a cinnamon bear during hunting season, would you shoot it? Would you hesitate to shoot it? Or would you just admire it and let it pass? I'd hesitate. Yeah. I would, because I wouldn't really know what it is. Because you don't you don't see those things. You don't see like, it, exactly. You see it an albino deer, you're just like... It would literally mm. throw me off. Um, I would not shoot an albino deer. No? Just because there's a lot of, like, curse, like, quote-unquote curses that go with it. People say there's curses that way yeah. I superstitions want, yeah superstitions one, one like, I don't believe I do but I don't believe in them but yet I don't want to risk the fact right, exactly uh-huh. what if I'm wrong <laughs> yeah. yeah like they say like seven bad years of hunting so like I don't want to go Ooh. seven years without getting a deer like I went 12 so I'm okay <laughs> yeah but now you had your first taste I know, now of I've getting one it, now it's like I wouldn't want to I can't go back another year without missing without I think, getting one I can't say I'm real superstitious in certain way I mean I've had black cats and, you know, people say about pure black cats, you know, evil, bad, super. I've had well, that's if they cross your path when you're driving. That you get, like, bad luck if they like, cross your path. Oh, a I, black I cat? Still, yeah. Oh, they cross the path like all, all the black, time. Yeah. It explains, never, explains, like, explains a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I would... For some reason, I feel like if it was a doe, I'd let it pass. Okay. I don't know why. But so if, if it, it was, like, a nice legal buck... Like what's I'd hesitate, okay. but I'd take a shot. So I don't my know question why. is here: What would be nice and legal for you to shoot an albino deer? That one albino deers have a hard time surviving in the woods because they exactly. stand out so freaking much. Exactly. So what would you be considered a nice legal buck to shoot it? Damn, considering the buck that I do have, <laughs> yes, it's a tiny little six point. You can put a cereal bowl inside of right so basically anything bigger than that would be nice for me personally you know i just i don't uh, i would like mike said i would hesitate because i would first i think i'd be in shock because i wouldn't i you don't expect to see it whether albino or piebald like you don't expect to see those things you'd be like i don't know i don't know if i take the shot because i wouldn't i'd be too afraid it's like not like but here's the thing i wouldn't know what it is yeah but here's the thing like if you let that thing go, Someone you know probably the next guy's gonna shoot it. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that would be the and thing. I'd like, let it go, and then like a hundred yards down, you hear a shot. You yeah. hear a shot. Like, yeah, it's like if it was little, <sighs> let's say it was a doe and uh-huh. it was young, and I knew yeah. it was young, I wouldn't shoot it. Maybe just has, maybe just one big spot. Maybe it's not albino. Maybe it's just one big white spot on that yeah. deer. And then that'd be a pipe ball. No, there's no spot. It's just all white. It's just one big spot. One big. Oh god, that's a big spot. <laughs> that's a big spot. <laughs> Brings a whole new new meaning to it. if it's brown, it's down. It's funny that you were talking about going back a little bit. You were saying about uh, like seven years of bad hunting. Those yeah. Whenever like someone at our cabin gets a deer, we always put the tongue in the mouth before we take a picture with it. Oh, I never if did you that. Take a picture oh, with the tongue that. hanging out. That's bad luck. Really? So did you hear the one of if you you got when you get a buck, you got to throw the nuts over your shoulder. Really? What's the yeah. thing your dad do to say that to you? What yeah. Your dad I do every Is buck. That a I legitimate get, thing. Every, yeah, every buck I get, I throw. The nuts over my over my 
while it's my like, right you shoulder. Cut him off first. Or? Yeah, you, you got yeah, you cut him off. Yeah, you see, he's just tossing over the shoulder. Chuck the whole buck over your shoulder. Is it like the salt thing? You're just like this shoulder. Yeah, got to be over the left shoulder. Yeah, it's good luck for the next year. Yeah, Cody gets a deer every year. I've got a deer every single year. What? Do you pick them up afterwards? Nope, just let them there. You just leave them there. The trick is you got to throw them over your shoulder and it's got to land in a tree. If it lands in the tree and stays in the tree, you get really good luck. What? (laughs) (laughs) What I'm thinking of is like an alternate universe where like deer hunt humans. I know. I'm just picturing like (laughs) a Terminator, a Terminator deer, you know, just like out in the woods and he's like chops off some guy's nuts and he's just like, throwing them <laughs> over the shoulder <laughs> cut to like you know, them hanging from the <laughs> hanging from the trees you know out in the woods i have many thoughts like that i'm like you know what what if a deer just comes up to me with a gun just like, <laughs> just like listen listen bitch what would you turn. do yeah. what would you do then i would not probably cry what if it was yeah. an albino deer though <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if it was an albino deer wearing an orange hat and an orange vest <laughs> Yeah, it's holding, following all the codes. Like, holding a 270. I'd probably shit my pants first and then probably cry and, and then cry for my say, life. If it's brown, it's down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, Jeez. Okay, what about the, the cinnamon bear? Absolutely. I would not hesitate with that at all. I figured that would be your I answer. I would not hesitate <laughs> at all. Mike? Ooh. Yeah, see, I, like, I'm one of those. I have to be certain I know exactly what I'm shooting, which – because I guess I just haven't seen that much. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've never seen. The only time I've ever seen a cinnamon bear is on a Facebook picture. I've never seen or a, a video. bear in the woods. Really? Nope. Wow. They've been in, in our yard at the cabin. Yeah. But I've never been out in the woods and seen a bear. So, I mean. Feel like I'd shoot I, I would definitely shoot it. Like, there's no hesitation there. Yeah, I, I guess would... you know what a bear is. Like, well, yeah. yeah, yeah. And you're not going to mistake. It's like, is that a grizzly? Like, we don't have like, this. There's here. no right. grizzly. Yeah. Like, we don't, yeah. we don't yeah. have yeah. this here. Is that Smokey? <laughs> Smokey, is that you? Only you can Take prevent forest shot. fires. <laughs> Take the shot. It's worth millions. Um, what were the other ones on there? Can prevent the. Piebald, I de- the piebald, I would definitely shoot. Yeah, it was just albino piebald yeah. and the cinnamon bear. Now, what about an albino squirrel and black squirrel? Well, I can say yes to a black squirrel because I have one mounted. Right. My first one ever, so I had to get it mounted because we don't see them, you know, in my cabin. But albino, yeah, I'm taking that shot. I've seen albino squirrels. I'd, I'd take the shot. I'd get it mounted. Man, squirrels are a menace. Yeah, they're they're freaking rodents yeah. of the woods. Call them tree rats. They deserve to die. Tastes good too. They have a lot of protein. They, they do. do. High in protein. Mm-hmm. Low in fat. Squirrel pop. Make pie. a shake. That's Make that. a shake. If you yep. haven't heard that episode, yeah. Go back, take what a was listen. That? Right last now. episode? Yeah, last, last episode. episode. Yeah, last episode. Yeah. Last episode. Back and listen. Two weeks ago. Wild game versus farm, farm raised. raised. You betcha. Boom. So you would take so outside of squirrels, deer, and bear, you saw a rare but I would just call it a rare species of van like albino different color would you automatically be like yep i'm talking if it's something legal rac- that i can shoot yep you take it raccoon fox you name it yep yep i name it it's done got it it's done i probably would too done deal um so i have it's from mississippi so you guys there's obviously there's crossbows there's compound bows that kind of stuff 
Right. In Mississippi, they actually are in the process of passing a law where you could use air bows. Air so bow. it's an air pressurized bow that looks like a gun. It looks like a crossbow without the bow on it. You put the, the arrow in it, and then a high pressure of air shoots the arrow out. Like a harpoon gun. Right. Wow. Pretty much like a harpoon gun. Yeah. It's like a... Yeah, it's... Huh. It's... It has more power than a compound or crossbow. You see Moby Dick out there in the woods. Yep, exactly. It brings him right down. I want with you. Taking that shot. Um, but it's House Bill 1309. Um, it's mostly it was mostly originally for like paraplegics, disabled people, like that kind of stuff. Like that's what it was originally intended for, which makes perfect sense to me. Like. The crossbow was originally for them, but it's also, if you're paraplegic, you can't pull back a crossbow. Huh. Oh. No, yeah. they make them. You can. You, they have basically a crank. Yeah, but still, you're but if really... But you, if you don't have your arms, yeah, true. you know what I mean? Um, yeah, so, one. this was originally for them, which, to me, I'm like, yeah, yeah. absolutely. But then, when it went into the, for votes, one, someone amended it. And made it available for everyone to use. Ah, there's always that one. There's always he's like, I just want to get ahead of everything and just approve for everyone. I just don't see the point in that. Like, just the crossbow was originally yes for disabled vets, for everyone who was disabled, like has shoulder issues, couldn't use it, use a regular bow. I understand that, but this is like taking it one step further. We're looking at pictures of this thing over here. Yeah. Pretty badass. It's <laughs> yes. like it literally looks like a gun. Yeah, it, it looks like that is uh, going back to the whole Terminator thing. Holy you know, crap! If a deer walked up to me with that, that thing, Mike. yeah, I'd be yeah, like, the post hey, a picture you can of take that. my wallet with you. Yeah, t- pl- take my money. Take take my life. It looks it's got the broad head in there like, sticking yeah. out. Like you ever wow. you play Halo? You play Halo? Yeah. It yeah. looks like a Halo gun, but with. The assault rifle. Yeah, it looks like of, that, but with with an arrow sticking a harpoon. out. Of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, Integrated it's... pressure regulator delivers eight consistent shots at 450 feet per second. 400. That's like Crossbow. that's, that's like a top. My crossbow does like 390. Yeah. 395 feet per second. Yeah, so that's so like it, a real. It comes top. with three custom arrows. I imagine the arrows are pretty expensive, though. Low, low price. Now, granted, this is on Amazon, but low, low price of eight ninety nine ninety nine. You know, it's worth it. Wow. Or cheaper. Mike, than you right? just bought a crossbow. Maybe you should that just go really exchange and get an airbag. Facebook Marketplace. I'll sell it tomorrow. Hey, per- <laughs> perfectly in sight. Yep. <laughs> no, it's not. If you went back in time, right, and you're like, you go back, and you find like the Native Americans, and you're like, hey, I'm from the future. This is the advancement in technology that we have, and you show them basically a bow and arrow we wouldn't exist but just more complicated right you're just like this is a gun but it's a bow and arrow well do you think they would they be use proud, blow darts do you think so like would that blow, be... blow dart on steroids yeah, yeah it's like but i mean like what do you think the markup would be there in like native american value like like three fields of corn like, what do you think that would be? Yeah, so it'd be like <laughs> three fields of corn. <laughs> I was wondering, I was like, where is he going with this one? I would say three, three fields pelts? of corn, two two chickens, and one pig. 
And a I pig. think would get you an air air boat. Pig, man. Yep. Because pigs are big deals. Right. Or no, wait. Scratch the pig. It's a goat. Oh. Because you can get milk you get out of that milk, goat too. You could get True. meat. Milk, yeah. meat. You can make butter, cheese. You keep your lawn mowing. Ice cream. Time. They do. Yeah. Mow your lawn. Yeah. That's the great you. thing about goats too, man. Mowing and everything. You, you have will. to keep in mind you only get eight shots with the air bow. Only I'm eight. Sure, there's what a, a reloadable compressed air cartridge. Is it semi-automatic? Or like, or like a CO2. CO2 cartridge. Yeah. Um, and the Native Americans will not have access right. to that, so they only get eight shots with this. So then it becomes yeah, just... back to that into the value. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm maybe only give you half of my my land and and what I own. Um, so you and, get from three fields of corn to a uh, corn on the cob. Yeah. <laughs> One. Two ears of corn. Two, yeah, that's what they're called. And some milk from the goat. <laughs> two two corns on the cobs, please. <laughs> oh, that's my. Great. Okay, well, that's the first part of our podcast. We'll be right back with the beer tasting. NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that you can stay close to your team even if you don't live in their town. Like, maybe you're a raven who married a Seahawk who got a job in the land of the Falcons. With NFL Sunday Ticket, you can watch your team's out-of-market Sunday afternoon games no matter where you live because you shouldn't have to change teams even if you change towns. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. And welcome back to Backcountry PA Podcast. It is time for our famous, not-so-famous beer tasting. And, Mike... Would you do the honors? Thank you. Thank you. What do we have this time? Looks like we've got uh, a Ooh. drink from Lancaster Brewing Company. Ooh, support local. Support local. That is actually awesome. Mm. Good choice. This is. That was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that, that that's pretty good. Yeah, My dog is, looks at me weird when I do that. That is exactly right, Cody. This is a. You know the cow. From like the Hershey when you go into Hershey, yeah. And it's always like, "Thank you for enjoying Lancaster Brewing <laughs> Company's milk stout brewed with milk sugar." <laughs> I like it. Where's the sun? <laughs> <laughs> this is this is from Lancaster. Yeah, yeah. It's a milk stout. Yeah, a milk. I've never. I've actually Brewing. never heard of this. I never had a milk stout in my life. So is it like? Is it milk? Well, I guess well, we're gonna find it out. It says brewed with milk sugar. Brewed and canned by Lancaster Brewing Company. At 302 North Plum Street. Street. Wow, you're not Lancaster kidding. That's PA. literally like... Wow. And their phone number is 717-391-6258. Everyone call now. Yep, call, <laughs> call now. Call now. And it's 5% alcohol by volume. What color bad. is it? Color black. Black. I like how it says that. <laughs> it says a pour in a pint glass. So you're supposed to pour it in a pint glass. Which we don't have. So the little description on the back, milk stout brewed with milk sugars. We're proud to present America's original craft milk stout. Notes of coffee, milk, chocolate, and roasted malt goodness mm. play counterpoint <laughs> to a subtle sweetness from the addition of milk sugar. Still the best. You can't go wrong with our award-winning Lancaster milk stout. What mm. award you did might it win? Be this oh, person for them. Gosh. Man. I'll tell you what. You know, it sounds good, but I feel like it's not going to be good. I, I don't. I'm there's sorry. only like, one way to find out, there's right? Does anyone only know one what the way. hell this actually there's is? Only one way. Here we go. Let's Three, crack it open. two, one. Oh, that was. If that's not good, I don't know what is. That was beautiful. Shall we? Ooh. Nope. Cheers. Oh, that's, 
Yeah, cheers. 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 It's filled with tippy top, so tippy be tippy careful. Top. Tip, tip. Tip, tip. Cheers, my guys. Ready? Cheers. Go. Actually, actually, it's not too bad. It's a stout, as it should. Yeah, it it's a stout. As it should. Huh? It's interesting. I was like, I taste the coffee. I was preparing my myself God. to like <sighs> be drinking not a bottle bad. of milk. It's literally summer's over. Fall just arrived. Yeah, <laughs> it's like fall just arrived and it kicks in the nuts. <laughs> I only took one shoulders. sip. But I would, <laughs> I would go out and buy this. Yeah, I, I would. Definitely buy this again. Let's see what sip number two has to say. Yeah. I'm on sip number like four. It's heavy. Very heavy. Oh yeah. Like just the can itself. I did notice that actually. Yeah, yeah like it's made it out of lead actually. It is like compared to this Budweiser. Yeah, it's about the same actually. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. We need a scale. No, we need a scale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need a scale here. <clears throat> We gotta gonna, we're going to clip we, that. we got to clip that. Compliments clip to the chef. <laughs> <laughs> or the compliments. You can, to... you can drive there and tell them yourself. They're at uh, 302 North Club yeah. Street. <laughs> Lancaster, PA, 17602. Yeah, I was like, I don't know the zip code. Make sure you call them first, though, before you go. So to describe the whole, you know, if you're not watching the YouTube channel, which you probably should subscribe. Yes, you should. Um, the logo obviously says Lancaster Brewing Company up top. It has a cow on it with udders in a, like, <laughs> a field. And there's a, like outline of a Don't farm. Forget the Don't forget the details. Yeah. Udders. And a bell around its neck. A <laughs> cow bell. Ding a ling a ling. Ding a ling a ling. Yeah, I mean it's needs, it's it really good. Cow it's a good looking cow actually. It is like Probably make some good burgers out of that. Cow. Really good looking cow. Yes, you can. So wow. easy there, do I? <laughs> <laughs> I know you're. Okay, how many did you drink already? <laughs> I had one. That's all I need. <laughs> so who wants to start off? Who wants to start off with? I'll the, go ahead. And go ahead, Michael. Take another sip. Sip, sip. Take a dip. Is anyone blown away by how much like this tastes like a cup of coffee? And it, I don't even like coffee. It's like I chocolate. I drink coffee every morning. It's chocolate coffee. That's literally what it tastes like to me. Chocolate coffee. And it's not overpowering either. So you're saying we should drink this in the morning. Every morning. I would highly recommend it. Yeah. yeah. If you need a cup of coffee, don't make a cup. You guys ready to Have be blown away? Have some Lancaster away? Brewing Company milk stout. You guys ready to be blown away? Yeah. Tell me. 9.5. Oh yeah, uh, it's nine it's good. Nine point five. Yeah, man. What? We found um, out Mike can count that high. <laughs> just today. <laughs> just, just today. I I love it. I was today years old. Like I would absolutely like if I'm having like a like if you're at a restaurant, and you, now with the new restrictions you have to ha order food to drink right so right you get your I get like a Miller Lite you know just the, the cheap crap that I eat with my dinner. If I'm getting like a chocolate cake, I'm getting this on the side. So you're gonna it's have a, a chocolate cake with. Chocolate yeah. coffee. I could totally see this as a dessert. Drink. This is a yeah. dessert yeah. drink. You order yeah. your dessert and you get this drink. Yeah. Because yeah. I could see myself eating a burger with this drink. No. No. It's definitely dessert. I think my sweet tooth was crying because I had Wendy's and I didn't get the frosty. Uh. So my rating probably <laughs> went up because now I'm like, this is kind of filling that void. Right. That so you're happy me. now. So rightfully so because it's actually filled 
a craving. I mean, it's got it's got to get a high rating, man. It's it's a great tasting. It's a great. It, tasting it is beer. really good, and plus, it's Lancaster Brewing Company right here in Lancaster, PA. Yeah, support local. Support yeah. local always. I, I've always been about that too. Unless you don't live in Pennsylvania, then then buy this beer still. Yes, buy, <laughs> yeah, still buy, yeah, buy. It's still it's still you know locally brewed. Where did you get this? <laughs> um, I bought it from E Town Beverage. Oh, E Town Beverage. Local yep. yet again. Not as local They're pretty as big again, obviously. Yeah, like because I had um, okay. Because up, what did I? I went to Divine Swine in Mannheim by. Didn't we drive? Past. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we kept like saying that name out. Divine Swine. Yeah, Divine Swine. Divine Swine. Dude, amazing barbecue. Amazing. Really? Right, right across from Renaissance Fair. Would you say it's divine? Oh, it's very divine. It's divine. I kept saying it the whole time I was eating the food. I was like, this is really divine. Mm. Oh, this is divine. Just <laughs> <laughs> got a little upset with me about that because I kept yeah. saying divine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I yeah, I mean, I had their one of their ciders. Good. It's freaking amazing. It it's funny it's, how these like local brewing companies, man. They're like they make good stuff. Yeah. Like even like Hershey's Trogues. Mm-hmm. Like, they I'm make all good about, stuff. Yeah. I don't even like IPAs, but I love their perpetual. Yeah. I'm so not a big stout with guy. With a nine point five. That's the highest. That is the highest. That's that's all around. That's yeah. high. But it's not the average, but just the highest rated. Right. I would absolutely buy this again. I would absolutely order well, this. Well, you first buy it first, so. I would like recommend yeah. this to my friends. So we're all right here. Ethan, yeah, right what, here. What's, what's your, <laughs> I recommend this. <laughs> Thanks. What would I appreciate you, it. What would you mark this as? Um. See, it threw me off because I was like, I don't like coffee. Like, I don't, I don't drink coffee at all. But I do like this flavor. It is good. It's almost one of those things where if you don't want to drink a coffee in the morning, you wake up and just grab one of these. And you, <laughs> like, you're sitting out on the front porch. Oh, honey, on a, I'm good. This, <laughs> this is a, I got mine. I got mine. We good. I'll take a milk salt. Milk salt. <laughs> I'd give it. Ooh, what would I give it? I'd nice give it shot. an eight. A solid wow. eight. A solid eight. eight. This is gonna be higher than what I thought. I know Lost. it is. The lower well, law is looking good. The lower law is looking pretty it damn is good. It's actually really good. So, all right. So based on look, everything like that, I would go seven point seven. Wow. Because I would gladly drink it again. I mean, it's not one that it's not like Budweiser, Miller Lite, anything like that, where you can drink it pretty quick. Yeah, you got it. This one, it's like a nice. It's a dessert beer. Yeah. Or porch sit and drink at Take night. Take time, sip right it. Before you go yeah. to sleep. It's like one of those you would drink on a cool fall morning. Oh, absolutely. Right mm. before you go out and hunt deer. Exactly. Yep. Perfect. Or you pack the, this in your backpack and drink it in the, out in the woods. Mm. That's not legal. <laughs> 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 that, 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 that awkward pause. Like, <laughs> uh, we, we may or may not stash, stash this in your Yes. In can we put a dis bag? disclaimer on that one? <laughs> oh, Don't how did this get in here? Oh, I guess I got to oh. drink it now. Well, there's no oh. Kmart in I thought this was just a milk. What? Oh, I said milk my on pack it. before I hike back. <laughs> so, Patrick, Eric. I'm gonna have to give it an 8.5. Wow. Which which will round wow. up to nine. We'll round that one up to nine. It, we'll give it an honest nine, I think. Oh. Uh, the re I can I can taste the autumn air. I can I can taste crisp air. It's 
seasonal. It tastes delicious, and and it's what, eighty degrees and humid outside. Yeah, but yeah. it doesn't feel that way right now. Doesn't feel that way when I'm drinking a Lancaster Brewing Company milk. Stout. I can't get over the aftertaste. It's not like you know no, what I mean. Like yeah. it's just got so much going on. It's like ridiculous. There's not much of an aftertaste. Like when you think really... of the word aftertaste, like in a good right, way. The thing. word it's aftertaste is usually bad, mm-hmm. right? But when I think of this, like aftertaste. I get that coffee chocolate mix. The coffee, the milk, it's all there. Yeah, like, I, like, right? It's not like, you know, like, what was it? About a week ago, I was drinking, I was like on a Guinness kick. For some reason, I was drinking a lot of Guinness. I was you know, and it's like, Guinness is pretty good. But it's just like, it's there, and then it's gone, right? Like, it's just, it's just another beer. You drink it, and when you're done drinking it, it's gone. When I'm taking a sip of this, like I almost feel like this 12 ounce can is lasting me way more than the 18 ounce can that I get for the Guinness. Purely because every time I take a sip, instead of you know the five seconds of flavor I get when I'm taking a sip, I'm getting like 10, 15 seconds of like, ooh, here's a little bit of a you know stout flavor. Then I'm getting the coffee. Then I'm getting the chocolate. Then I'm getting like the milkiness. It's all, you know, sometimes you take a drink of something and it's all together all at once and that's what makes it good. But for this one, it's almost like every, you know, like every couple seconds I'm like, oh, there's the notes. You read down the list of descriptions. Oh, here we got the, oh, there's the coffee. Oh, there's the milk chocolate. Oh, and, and, and there's the milk. Right, like as as you're drinking it, as you finish drinking it, you're getting those notes of the aftertaste. I would put this at what is it? It's like August eighth or ninth right now. Yes, it's August eighth. Eighth. Yep. So it's hot. It's sticky. Give this to me about two months from now. I could chain these. They're so good. Like, you know, just drink three or four in the course of one night, and it would be like a nice, warm, quiet night at home. It's not a party drink. Nope. It's not a let me drink a ton of these because it's like a Keystone Light or anything like that. No, it's it's a fall, crisp, crisp uh, coolness in the air. <laughs> this is what I'm going to have. And I'll be honest, I would, I would probably, if I woke up at 6 o'clock and I was like, man, I don't want to drink any coffee – I would maybe reach for one of these. Oh, yeah. You know, right when you said that, it makes me think of sitting around a fire, drinking this with your buddies. Oh, yeah. Like that, that crisp bottom air. Much like yes. we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know. Wow. Th- twice twice a month. Much like we do right here. Yeah. Okay. Um, so what would you give it? I, <laughs> you know, I started out, when I started out thinking about it, when I took the first sip, I was thinking maybe like an 8.5. I think I'm gonna have to go with a 9.5. I this is the this highest situationally based. I just there's just so much, but it just gives me time to just like when I take a sip, I can just sit and dwell in it for a couple minutes after I've taken a sip, right? And you can't say that about a lot of drinks. No, no you, can't, you can't, right? And it's just like I take a sip, I get the milk, I get the chocolate, I get the coffee, I get the beer, the stout, all of that, all packed into one tiny little 12-ounce can that you can get right 
They're in Lancaster, 302 North Palm Street. <laughs> you would think we're sponsored. <laughs> you think we're sponsored. Yeah, we're really not. We're not we're sponsored not. by this at all. Like, sponsor really us, please. But I mean, hey, if they want to sponsor us. It's good. I, I will no. give it. After this? <laughs> I will give it, because of the situation on which I'm basing it on, I'll give it a 9.25. Just That's, just oh, to give it that little, that little <laughs> room. Otherwise, I'd give it a 9.5. It's there's not a lot of room between this and the best thing that I've ever drank. I would just say that. So, averaging. By far the highest average rated beer we have done with an eight point four. Wow. <laughs> Laura wow. Long says. I believe this deserves a round of applause, gentlemen. Just, just round it. I can't. I couldn't put my beer down. Bravo, Lancaster Brewing Company. Bravo. <laughs> Bravo! Whatever you're doing, bravo! Keep it up. <laughs> so, what was it? Eight point four nine. Eight point four nine milk stouts. All right, go check them out. Lancaster Brewing Company. What's the percentage? Five percent. That was just for the YouTube channel. That's perfect. Oh yeah, that's perfect. Probably wow. couldn't hear it on the there we podcast, go. but that's right. you know, it's all right. You we guys get the gist. But we still got another twelve minutes for the podcast. Yep. <laughs> but. <laughs> Patrick's <laughs> <laughs> feeling this already, man. <laughs> this I I like I just want to say, can we t- just take the next twelve minutes and just talk about this? I mean, I mean, what else is there to talk about? What's in terms of f- just like flavor, man. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, it, the flavor in this is just like amazing. Like it, it, it's surpassed any expectations that I had. Right. Like, like I mean, if you talk about like maybe like a chocolate cheesecake or something, yeah, go perfectly with this. Oh, oh yeah. I know that's all I'm saying. Like that dessert, like it's just funny now, with, especially with like PA restrictions. It's like I'll do a chocolate cake and a Links of Brewing Company milk stout. Yeah, with yeah. that. How many restaurants do you think have this? I don't know actually. I, I like, think it's ready. mostly just ones in Lancaster. Yeah, I don't. I mean, not even probably a lot in Lancaster. Honestly, I've never heard of it. Most like little little places, you know, like mom and pop shops might have them. Went out to eat. Well, Lancaster's very very. Uh, it's like February. No, what do you call it? I don't want to say hipster, but Lancaster's like. Lancaster's very February. Lancaster's <laughs> 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 very like support local artists, support local like. You know, they're very artsy. Mm-hmm. They like yep. homemade. So I get why, you know, they'd sell it there, but like this is I'm surprised this isn't bigger than what it is. Like it's just so good. Hey, you know, they're on our podcast now, so it might be pretty big. I mean we're 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 huge guys. We're huge. Expanding we're huge. the audience. We're yeah, not really. we're not huge. Yeah, I'll be back to work <laughs> Monday morning. <laughs> yep. Yeah, no worries. It's a part time gig. Certainly here. not my my full time job. No, I mean honestly I don't we never started this to even get try and get big. But we see potential in it. Yeah. I see potential in this beer. Oh, there's <laughs> yeah. There's a lot mine's of potential are, I mean, in this mine's, beer. Mine's the beer sees potential in you, Mike. Yeah. That's Unlike your awesome. dad. He does not see potential in you. I would, like, <laughs> this I beer makes me feel so comfortable. <laughs> this is a backstory. My dad was, like, literally ripping me on my truck the other <laughs> When you were unloading the bricks at my house? It was constant. Like, he just, just kept going. And then at your new house. And it was like. Yeah. <laughs> Mike has a V6 Toyota Tacoma. <laughs> and he didn't want to, he didn't want to carry some, um some bricks in the back of his truck because he was like you know what? i don't want the bottom out oh. i don't want it i don't want maybe i should 
maybe I should clean my bed out after I use this. I'm like, Mike, you have a freaking truck for a reason. Make that bed dirty. You know what's exactly. funny? Your mother trucker. It's covered in sand right now. Your whole truck. Yeah, because you yeah. might want to wash that off. We beach. were we were borrowing we were borrowing uh, my fiance's parents' beach chairs, and she just like we never hosed them off from last year. She just tossed them in the back of the truck. <laughs> and Mike and died inside. Sand. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? <laughs> it's like <laughs> so there was that. There was that, and then I'm watching her eat a pop tart in the truck. And then she and acts, just everywhere. She dropped a piece when she got out, and I didn't say anything. I thought she was gonna pick it up, but instead she gets back in and sits on the pop tart. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's probably like this. Mike asked like, for the ring back. You son of a gun! <laughs> so uh, you dirtied my truck. My truck is a car. It should stay clean. It's also there's also sand back there because of all the like you what you carried like three pallets of uh, Pat's Blue Ribbon Hard Tea, right? In the back of your truck. <laughs> yeah, picked those up. So I had off all just the back story, I had off all week, so Cody and I were hanging out earlier this week before the beach trip. Just it was kinda cool. We went to like a bunch of local hunting places and We went stores. to uh Lancaster Archery. Yeah. That place is freaking awesome. That place is really like cool. it's it's overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah, but it's there. cool. I was intimidated because like I was just like blown away. Like Yeah. Were you guys we near North Plum Street at all? No. No, we weren't. We were we were in Lebanon, PA. Okay. <laughs> That's yeah. different from Lancaster. Actually, no, wait. We were in Lancaster because we went to Lancaster Archery. But we weren't in... And then Linden Plum Diner. Street. Yeah, then we went to Linden Diner. Had some breakfast there at 11 o'clock. I spoke egg on my shorts. Oh, did you really? I did. Breakfast I didn't know that. so good right now. And I was wearing it to the I beach. Know, and just like, 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 I'm ready for breakfast. Yeah. Breakfast. Like okay, that's thing. Breakfast is good any time of the day. It really is. You know what I mean? You can't go wrong. I could eat eggs and toast right now. And it's so with, cheap. With my coffee. Yeah. This would be a great Boom. breakfast at night. beer. Boom. Breakfast beer. Guys. Breakfast beer. Football tailgating. You get there early in the morning. Breakfast beer. Ah, you drink oh. two breakfast beers, then you go right to the middle of the light. Exactly. I'm just thinking of following this up with some light beer, though, and I don't know if that's... Well, I have Budweiser, so... No, a light beer would go great after this, especially oh, if you get the afternoon. Absolutely. Yeah. It makes me kind of nervous. Some natty light. I would be, I would be, a, I would be a little nervous though, drinking a bunch of light beer, like on a hot day, getting ready for like a football game, like early season. You drink one or two of them, you don't. Yeah, but then going right to a bunch, a bunch of light beer. Yeah, well that's <laughs> fine. A bunch, because you're gonna have a bunch. Yeah, but of you beer. also got egg in your tummy tum. <laughs> your tummy tum tum. <laughs> Mike, what's going on? What? What oh. the heck? How many of these have you drank? Are we, what the? He's fine. on his second milk stout. <laughs> <laughs> Your tummy tum. <laughs> what the shit? <laughs> How old are you? Anyway, it's good, Ethan, it'll make you, you have another question for us. I do have. A, I have another question from another listener. <laughs> and now back to our regularly scheduled <laughs> programming. <laughs> that was almost as bad as the weather. Um, why the question is, and this is from someone that does not hunt, and doesn't really know much of anything about hunting. In general, they were just curious. They just know enough to ask the question. They go, "Why do you have to buy a doe tag? And can you buy more than and can and can buy more than one? But a buck tag, and that's the way they worded it, comes with your regular hunting license, and you can only get one." That was their question. So I'm not 100% sure, honestly, on the answer. So I think it's because there's obviously more doe than there are buck. But yet, 
I don't know because I'm not a scientist. I don't do the calculations, all that kind of stuff. There might be the same amount of buck as there are doe. But I feel there's more of a chance of, say, a doe having more does as fawns than having a buck. Yeah. So there's there's obviously more doe than buck. Right. So you, you can't get another buck tag. Like, it, it's... I feel like it goes way back to the very beginning, like when the hunting license first started happening. You only want to get one buck. You don't want to completely wipe out the whole buck population because then there's not going to be enough. There's not going to be another population. Because then they go extinct. Yes. You know exactly. You don't want to extinct the the males. Exactly. Because if you look out in the field, a deer. Just say you see twenty deer out in the field. 18 of them are, are doe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, there might be one or two buck out there, and that's it. Yep. So, of course, you know, you're going to want to have, you know, more doe tags. And they do put limits on how many you can get unless you get them for, like, a red what, like red tags and mm-hmm. um, cr- crop um, damage. DMAP. DMAP. And that's, D-map. that's a whole different thing. But just generic. I think it's three. Three doe tags, just generic. Me and my dad are getting enough. We're possibly going to get another one for five B because we have that privately in the hunt. It's a farm, right? So we might get that. But I mean, there's. I'm going to have my buck tag. I'm going to have a doe tag for two G, a doe tag for five B, and then maybe another one for five B. So like, I doubt I'm going to get four deer this year. I really doubt that. But worth a shot. Oh, absolutely. Oh, another thing, and they asked. It was like kind of a follow-up question. I forgot to write it down. But they said something along the lines of, because they call it an antler and an antlerless tag. They don't call it, we call it buck and doe. Yep. But technically it's antlered and antlerless. Mm-hmm. They said, what if you shoot something, you know, like a buck, but it doesn't have any antlers? You yeah. know, or, mm. or you shoot a, a doe and, you know, back and like, what's going on? And so I've heard stories of people I, saying that they shot what was it? it they shot a buck but it had female parts yeah so obviously that right there you're gonna tag as a buck right because you have it's the antlers you can't yeah. really oh, i've yeah. never heard that yep they've yeah. i've seen people post on on the hunting the pa hunting page on facebook they've shot a buck has antlers legal you know but it has female parts was that near like and, and where was the duct tape and there was a, <laughs> a, little, wow. a little tuck action there. Do you know the, does anyone know the science behind that? It just, there's, there's, well, let me check, okay? Yeah, you guys, see, he yeah, where's our, wait, wait, our fact deer, checker. Our fact checker, man. We need to go in there. He's him over the shoulder company. that uh-huh. it would be fine. Right. So the deer had actually cut off its own. <laughs> <laughs> Threw it over its shoulders. <laughs> Before it got shot. <laughs> Because even okay, I got it. Oh, he got it. He got it. Female, a female deer can grow antlers if they have higher than normal testosterone levels. That is crazy. In most cases, does testosterone levels are too low for full antler development. They usually are small and poorly formed, and they aren't completely hardened. Exactly. Okay. So it's wow. gonna, it's gonna be like say <laughs> a buck that has velvet, pretty much. It's gonna, not gonna have the velvet on, but it's gonna be. What? Like little nubs. Yeah, little nubs. Little well, nubs. they can they can fully grow them, but they're not gonna be hard, like rock okay. hard, like this one up here. Right. It's gonna be like if you probably like hit it hard enough, it's gonna break. Yeah. Because yeah. it doesn't have the testosterone and the 
that's stuff wild. to actually keep it hard. Yeah. Think like, about think about like if people, like if people grew horns. Oh. Like if you were a man, kind of like how men grow facial hair. Yeah. Right. Right. Like some women can grow facial can hair. grow facial hair. Yeah. Right, but it's yeah. typically not gonna be like if they really try, like it's not gonna be. Full, Hopefully, it's not as fully formed beard. as yeah. as a man's. Yeah. Hopefully, it'd be more like Cody's beard. Oh, that, that was um, that was a low I blow. So the deer morning. Terminator, what he's looking for. So, guys, after he, I get out of the hospital tonight, when he gets it when he gets his <laughs> buck tag. He's gonna he's gonna I'm have gonna what? Your he's gonna ass. <laughs> People with beards feed you to the deer. <laughs> yeah, because if like if you go out hunting His beard in late season, like in January, muzzleloader and everything, there are some buck that already drop their depending on how late you go out. They can, yeah. They they can drop their antlers already, and if you would shoot it, you know when its antlers already drop, technically, I think you would tag it as a doe tag. Right. Because, because there's no antlers. You gotta think like button buck. If you shoot a button buck. You're gonna tag it as a doe because it doesn't have the antlers to count it. Because if you count it as a buck, it's gonna be a legal buck. Mm-hmm. So you want to tag it as a doe. You know what I mean? Hmm. Even though it has balls, it just doesn't have antlers. Right. So so that's why they call them antlered and antlerless right. tags. They keep the. I think just they keep it as simple as possible. Right. Saying if it's got antlers, you tag it like this. If it doesn't, you tag it like that. Right. Because no. I mean, I got a buck, a buck, button buck. Yep. <laughs> now, do you have to report those at the game commission? The button. Bucks? You should report everything to the game commission. Yes. So well, you, you have to report. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, you want to report your doe now, and everything. Will you have to pay a twenty-five dollar fine? No, because you you shot a doe. Right. If you that's can't see the antlers, you can't. Right. You're not gonna be able to say yeah. that that was a buck, and you you're not gonna report that as a legal buck shot. Right. It's mm. a doe. That was a cool thing I learned this year is like you know reporting your buck when you get one. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and they want their king commissioners try to do when you see any turkey. So like if you're driving along the road, there's a certain time where if you see a turkey, you want to report that king commissioner of how many turkey you've seen. Really? So they know how many turkey are. are in when is the that, area. bro? Do you know off the top of your head? Forget. Let because me let me look it up. I'm gonna look that up. Fact yep. check. Yeah. Wow, he's because I call have, in. Because I have turkey that are in my backyard, and not, I didn't report them. <laughs> but I, I have turkey in my right here. Yeah, and I want to be able to do daddy. that for him. I'm, I'm just like, imagining like the game commission has a similar setup to this, and they're like, "And hey, we've got the 29th caller on the line. <laughs> <laughs> we've got reports from turkeys. <laughs> Quadrant 24. <laughs> <laughs> They've got 13 turkeys." And that means we've lost two in the past 24 hours. <laughs> so the Pennsylvania Game Commission is asking residents to count and report the wild turkeys they spot from July 1st through August. <gasps> August. It's yep. August right now. It. Through yep. August? Through August. Through August, yep. Well, I can through still the report them. That means yep. September 1st is when it ends. Correct. So. Yeah, so if you, if you see turkeys right now, report them. I've report seen them. three, so I have to report them. We did. We actually saw them. I saw three more that the next day. Really? Yeah, in the same exact spot. (laughs) I got eight of them. Same one. Probably. You see a turkey, a giant boom mic lowers from the sky. It's like, hey, we have ten turkeys here. (laughs) (laughs) Just that you'd like to know. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, I have a question from a uh, listener, and the question is: Do buck follow doe all year round, or is it just during the rut? Because 
normally when you see a bunch of even in November, late November when you're hunting or early December, yeah, you usually normally a buck will still follow a bunch of doe. Yeah. So do they follow doe all year round, or is it mainly just during the rut? I think, just based off of what I've seen, I think there's a certain point in the year where they kind of go their you know separate ways. Doe will be together and buck. They call whether they're bachelor group. I know elk do it. They have their bachelor groups where it's nothing but bulls. You know, right. I think buck do something similar to that. But like during the year, when it's not rut, like outside of rut and everything, and be in way before rut, they stick with the doe because I think the doe are base. I'd call them like the bodyguards of the buck. Okay. Because when you when you have an open field and there's woods all around it. All of the the doe come out first, always. The doe always come out first. They'll start grazing, they'll look around, they'll check the surrounding areas, and then after a while, they'll be like, all right, it's safe. Then that's when you see the buck come out. They are the last ones to come out in the fields usually. They're always that's the, interesting. the mature ones. Yes, and yep. if you see like a line, a doe, like I've seen basically a line, they're following a line, the buck is always the last in line. Mm-hmm. Always last. Get He's down, never Mr. First. President. <laughs> the big twelve pointer comes out. Does <laughs> diving in front of them. Catching bullets. <laughs> yep. It's like the, it's, yeah, it's like a Bucks Secret Service man. They're ready. That's awesome. They're that ready so to go. True, actually, it is. a bunch you of know. deer out there with sunglasses on. And th- there is so there's signs obviously for that. We talked about on a podcast way back. A tail, a doe's tail will actually give you signs. Like, if it's mm-hmm. startled, you obviously see straight up. I forget, like, if it's wagging, like, if it twitches really quick, that's letting a deer know behind it that it's clear to come out. So, I that's what I did for what, this what year. What about, with, like, the clockwise, like, kind of the flick? You ever see that one? Yeah. Where it kind of, like... That's flicking a fly out of the yeah, way. Yeah, I think it's like same as flies. <laughs> same as a, same as a cow. They're just yeah. It's, it's, it's getting ready for milk. Style. It's getting ready for takeoff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mike asked about the rut if does follow them, and I want to say outside of the rut, or the the bucks follow the does. So there's two ruts. There's the main one, which is mid-November. And then the second rut is actually mid-December. Oh. Yeah. When the fawns come in estrus. Yep. But it's obviously not as intense as the main rut. Mm -hmm. My instant response is to think about, like, Bambi. Yeah. Like, like where – with Bambi sees, like, his dad, right? Like, Like, the big – the stag buck like up there mm-hmm. you know like posing it's like when is he around well it's like fall time right like, yeah like right at the beginning and right near the end like, yeah because then after that rut those big buck will go deep in the woods and just hunker down i feel like that second run second rut is when like the young buck get their chance when you see like the the four points on like the smaller bucks. Even like even the spikes are coming out. Like yeah. all right, here we go, my I, turn. <laughs> I can get this young doe right here. And yeah, put me in, coach. I can do it. <laughs> I can do it. <laughs> yeah, but I mean that's so that they don't follow them all the time, but they will follow them for guidance 
and mm-hmm. for the protection. second rut. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what my dad always said. Like, the second rut, like, muzzleloader and even, like, late archery, that kind of stuff. Like, mm-hmm. that's that's good times to go out, too, because there could be that second rut. Like, you might get that big buck who just is wants another doe to breed. He Maybe wants so. a young doe to breed, mm-hmm. and that's when you can get that big buck. Yeah. I mean, there's been studies out where they've studied deer – by the, the teeth also and I think the oldest buck they s- found was 17 years old oh my yeah That's old let me let me just check here first before I just dig a hole that <laughs> you can't get out of yeah later. before I yeah <laughs> you'll be getting people messaging you oh you're wrong you're oh like, okay. yeah I was wrong oh wow. so the oldest deer harvested was a pair of 17 year old females taken in Rockingham and Fairfax the oldest buck was 10 years old. I mean, that's still that's old. old for a buck. That's still an old buck. Old only buck. 10 years, man? Like, this, like when you think about, like, other animals. Yeah. Like the lifespan of other animals, man. Yeah. Like, you think of, like, 14, 15, right? That's, yep. like, that's, like, a good life. Like, in terms of human years, you're thinking, like, between 70, 80, right? Yeah. Right? That's, like, a good life. Like, you know, someone that's lived into, like, their late 70s. See, I, I was like, I was wondering, like, is it kind of like, do deer go by, like, dog years? Always wondered that, like, with animals, because, like, dogs, you know, it's, like, seven years. Every time they, like, a one-year-old dog is seven years old. I, I would say as humans, we just take our average lifespan and divide <laughs> the, the lifespan of the creature we're referencing and then just... <laughs> come up with some sort of ratio to make ourselves so so okay so since no one really has an answer for that on google when i google it i'm gonna come out and say backcountry pa podcast is for when a deer is one year old they're actually five years old so so all deer die 50 or younger yes is what in human terms yes i'm going with that you know if we're if we're being hunted we might not make it anywhere near 80 or 100. I don't think we would. Oh, no way. That, that, that's a good estimate. If you I, yeah. I don't, well, that I don't. was what, what was the average lifespan maybe 100, 200 years ago? Like, the average was somewhere closer to 30. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, because oh, we had yeah. all like, like a little over 200 years ago, 30. Yeah, like diseases and stuff took us out because we had no cure for it. And, the and now we have viruses conditions. that we have no cure for. And yet we're still there. Like, like, think about, like, where you are. About that. Like, think about, about where you about are that. now in life. Like, think about, like, within the next five years. <laughs> that's your life expectancy. I know. Yeah. Like, yeah. we're like, reaching the end of our lives right now. Yeah, I'm going to be 30 years. in five years. But, like, with yeah, the way that we are now. Well, screw you all because I'm already dead. <laughs> <laughs> in, in a modern world, right, where we, we're thinking we we're miss looking you, Eric. We're yeah. this 70, years for 80 you. years old yeah. on average. Right? That's, like, that's, like, tripling your lifespan. Mm-hmm. Like so, yeah. So then you think about it. It's certain animals, right? Like a lot of dogs, cats. Yep. Between ten and fifteen, you know, that's the sweet spot. It is, yeah. Like if you live older than fifteen as a dog, you've lived a long life. Same yeah. with a cat. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then I mean that would make sense, you know, as a hunted animal, as a deer, you yeah. live past ten. Mm, yeah, you're yeah, you're I mean, you're doing something right. Even to live past. Four or five, in my opinion, as a deer, 
that's pretty considering like you're you have intelligence hunters, you, your you intelligence have, is pretty up there yeah, i mean you it takes what cars a year maybe car. two to reach full size yeah like yeah. as a buck yeah they right? say like, like maybe two years they say a, a buck that is like five years old will re- reach its max right so like when you hit five years old it could be downhill from there right like it might it could there's a possibility of it going or back down to a spike a paraplegic or <laughs> right if you're in the deer uh, wheelchair. Right. Yeah. And could you uh, imagine that? You're in the woods, you just see a deer in a wheelchair, just like just this little throttle. And then you turn around and there's a deer pointing at what was what was that well, gun? Yeah. Like they crossed the air bow. First of all, if ever de- if, if deer ever grow a pair and just start hunting us, like it's just it's gonna be a war. Aren't there videos? In- there's oh, yeah, videos there's, of, like, of like deer yeah. like charging people. Oh, absolutely. Just, like, stand and I mean, animals have no fear, I, th- I don't think. I don't think they have any fear. I mean, they run across four-lane highways. Actually, you know what's funny? I got a, a video sent to me this week, and it was uh, oh, boy. someone out in uh, – he was out west, and he saw these deer, and he was videoing them, and it was a buck and two doe, and he walked close, and the buck started walking towards him. Wow. What me, happened? And he asked, he's like, what would you back up? Oh. And he asked the deer, he said. <laughs> he asked the deer, what do you want to do? Yeah, well, yeah he asked him, he said, like, what, was, it, was he, you know, was he being aggressive towards me? And I said, well, I'm just, I didn't really know, but I was like, judging the fact that there are two doe around, I'm assuming you're going into his territory a little bit too much. Probably. Yeah, he's probably like, these are my doe, back off. Yeah, know, these, are, these are my Because he was woman. saying, he's like, every other time they <laughs> run away. But. Yeah. Well, that's wild, right? Like to think about. Yeah, it was walking right towards him, and then he's like backed up. Dude, like quick. deer have like a culture, right? Like that you don't like. It's you hardly even think about, right? Like, like yeah, you look into when you're going out on your hunting, right? You look a little bit into like yeah, the doe will come out first, and then they'll signal to the buck like fine, yeah, it's all good, like it's all good out here, right? And you can observe some of that, but like there's. There are nuances that, like, we probably still don't understand. Yeah. Deer. yeah. And that's wild, like, to think about, like, Wait. creatures that were hunting and stuff that have so. been around for a long time. I-, I found an article here that helps you prevent a deer attack. <laughs> <laughs> well, clearly yep. that's more common than I ever thought based well, on what I just got sent to me I mean, few days ago. It's pretty self-explanatory. Underneath the cinnamon bear. It's right there. Yeah, it's right there. <laughs> so avoiding deer attacks. Prevention is the best medicine. Recognize a dangerous situation and change it. Immediately move away when a, when deer are around. Take cover to avoid confrontation. Same with you, Mike, when you're at a bar. Take cover to avoid confrontation. <laughs> deer can appear to be peaceful. And then when you try to feed them, suddenly rise up and strike you with their front hooves. <laughs> Your attitude can provoke a deer in rut or a doe with a fawn deer are territorial during these times if you turn away and retreat an attack is much less likely than if you stand your ground or move toward the deer if all else fails you can puff yourself up to look bigger and shout so like a bear so deer <laughs> if a deer, deer across <laughs> the nation rise up and attack <laughs> <laughs> And another one says, safeguarding your yard. To, to, to 
to keep deer and moose from treating your yard as their own and becoming territorial, moose. you can train them to stay away without building a fence. The wireless deer fence and the wireless moose fence are designed to keep your keep deer and moose out of your yard and garden. So is that like a like a Ooh. electric fence? You got to put a collar on them. Yeah, you got <laughs> to tranquilize sure them. You got to tackle the deer. <laughs> Probably high-frequency sound, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah like mice are type stuff. doesn't work is what I've read. Yeah, it does. Yeah. I've had people, the customer sets that stuff up for, like, groundhogs. It's like a, it sends out a high-pitched squeal every, like, three to five seconds. It works for, like, a day, and then they just get used to it. Mm-hmm. And then they're just like, you know what? Meh. And they go back to the hole. And it's then like I'm your like, neighbor's moved in. You're, you're in an apartment, and uh, your neighbor's a drummer, and his name is Mike. <laughs> <laughs> You just live with it after a while. Unless yep. you get the collar on that bad boy. <laughs> then, Nothing's going to happen. Every time, he picks, every time he picks up a drumstick, he gets shocked. <laughs> so <laughs> it also says surviving a deer attack. If you still are attacked, try and protect your head and face. And this I don't recommend, this next part. If possible, grab the antlers or front legs. Oh, God. <laughs> that's, that's what it says. That's sweep, sweep them. If your opponent's larger and you're in a wrestling match, you want to sweep the Slew legs. Slew them. Sweep the legs. Get, get, sweep the legs. get right there. Yeah, I don't. Please, if a deer does attack you, do not grab the antlers or the front legs. It makes me think of a, a story I was told once about this guy. He Sharks. pulled over, right? There was a deer like that had been like roadkill, like struck on the side of the road. Pulled over, pulled this deer into the, the cab of his truck. And then he starts driving again, and the deer, is, the deer is still alive, right? And comes like like revives, like in the passenger seat of his truck. And then like when the cops pull up and find like this truck like sitting in the middle of the highway, like this deer has mauled this man, like in his driver's seat, like with the hooves, how sharp the hooves are, and like the antlers yeah. and everything. That's scary, man. Like, dude, yeah. Like, uh, if if we're doing story time, I'll, I'll give <laughs> I'll give my my best deer story here. Oh, oh boy, yes. I'm working at Enterprise Rent a Car <laughs> as a as a car washer and washing all the cars, right? And a pickup truck comes in and it's filthy. It looks like it's been out in the mud. As it should be. And uh, Mike. there's a there's a lawn and leaf bag. Mike was not the person. That Mike was not driving the pickup truck. <laughs> First off, it was a full size pickup. <laughs> <laughs> and in the back, in the back, in the bed is is a lawn and leaf bag, black, heavy tarp, you know, thick lawn and leaf bag. I'm thinking, all right, great. Let me pick this up to throw it away. Had had to weigh eighty hundred pounds. Go to move it. Blood starts coming out into the into the back of the pickup. Curiously, I just open it up before freaking out. Maybe I should have freaked out then. Open it up, <laughs> but I open the bag and it's just all all the leftover deer parts. Must have took the head and left the rest in in the lawn and leaf bag. No idea if it was roadkill or what. But jeez, just, just going to wash this pickup truck and here's just a dead deer in the back. <laughs> jeez, you completely calm and collected until you open the bag. <laughs> just some blood just probably human not a big deal <laughs> no need to no need to worry no need to worry i'm getting paid it's okay yeah exactly all right i i, I really think that's it we, that's all we have <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with ending, that. i'm okay with ending the podcast right there uh, yeah i mean 
Obviously, go follow us on Instagram, Backcountry PA Podcast. Um, follow us on Facebook. We have a Facebook page. Check out our Same hats. thing, Backcountry PA Podcast. Honestly, if you look up anything with Backcountry PA Podcast, we're going to pop up. So it's a good bet you're going to find us if you Google that. And those hats. Yes, mm-hmm. we have camo hats now. We have orange hats for when you go rifle hunting. You mm-hmm. Camo hats for archer season. We have a tan and green hat for just when you want to hit the bar. You know? You got one for everything. You got one for everything. Hey, honey. <laughs> you know, I love that backcountry PA podcast. <laughs> you can see it right here on my hat. <laughs> you too can go to backcountrypapodcast.com. Get your own hat. Thanks, Georgie. Like one, I... Thanks, Georgie. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Anyway, that is our podcast. Um, listen next time. Thanks for listening.